mindset, performance, science, transforming communication, perspective, and boundaries. Welcome to the Redefining Success Show with Aaron Jewell. And now, here's your host, Aaron Jewell. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Aaron Jewell. It's great to be your host today. Today is one of the solo casts that I recently started to include in the program after some requests for some more specific details about some of the topics I cover, both as a coach and as a consultant. I'm really excited to talk today about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is an area of focus that I very much enjoy and Before I was even aware of what imposter syndrome really was, I was absolutely experiencing this and for years and years and years. And, you know, I never really could put a name to it. So even though it's an older word, it's been around for a long time. It's a funny thing about about these types of these types of challenges. They don't seem to become mainstream enough in the sense that they are openly discussed in the corporate environment. Now, I know that is changing. However, I, on a weekly basis, continue to come across individuals, high-performing leaders in particular, high-performing female leaders, only because that is my primary area of focus. I am not indicating that female leaders are more likely to experience imposter syndrome than men are. That is not the case. Actually, the number one fear of executives worldwide is incompetence, both men and women. So with that, on a weekly basis, the people I usually talk with are women, although I do work with male clients as well. And imposter syndrome generally always comes up. And it's really funny though, because it usually comes up right around the point when the individual that I'm speaking with or working with starts to feel safe with me, starts to feel like they can trust me. And there's a little bit more of a flow happening in our conversations. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because something I said just a couple of minutes ago, which is, this is a topic that people are pretty well aware of. I think it's safe to say that the majority or maybe at least 50% of individuals in some type of informal or formal leadership position within the corporate sector have at least heard of this term. Now, that being said, that leaves a whole lot of room for a lot of individuals who are not hearing this talked about. And, and again, me mentioning that I'm only hearing about it after individuals feel like they are in a safe place to talk. That probably is one of the reasons why people are not hearing about this. It's not being discussed more in the workplace 
because it's one of those things that people don't really want to talk about. I mean, you know, let's think about this. You walk into a meeting, you're a new leader and you get up in front of everybody and it's, it's your first meeting with them. And you've been given all of these directives, these imperatives, these strategic imperatives that you're, you're here to meet for the year. And the first thing you do is you look at them and you say, I feel totally ill-equipped to do this now. And that's, that's what imposter syndrome essentially is. We don't feel like we are capable of accomplishing a task or a role. We don't feel equipped. We don't feel as though we are valuable enough. And, you know, it's a funny thing because it has me recall when I first became this this trainer in one of my roles, I became this physician and, and rep sales representative trainer back when I was in the medical device industry. And I remember when I was just getting started, people were telling me not to share on the floor, so to speak, not to share in the classroom with the individuals that I was training, that this was new to me, that the training role was new and that I was just learning some of the material for the first time. And in fact, as I reflect on some of the other training positions I've had along the way, I, I, I held a few training consultant positions where it was specifically recommended to me not to share that I was new at the, at the job, so to speak, which I think in a way kind of further, what's the word? <laughs> encourages the individual to really be afraid to be honest and authentic because think about it when we're not being empowered to fully express ourselves which includes saying hey I'm new at this and I have a lot of questions and things are probably going to be a little choppy here in the beginning as there is a learning curve for me when, we're, when space isn't really being held for us to acknowledge that publicly, and by that I mean with our leaders, with our teams, it kind of becomes a bit impossible for us to show up as our whole self. And what do I mean by whole self? I mean showing up as we are, open to possibilities, open to the learnings, and open to the gifts in the challenges that we will face. And instead, it, it seems as though we might feel encouraged instead of that to show up as if, you know, we are ready to make some decisions, that we are ready to act as if we, we sort of do have it figured out. And if you haven't already picked up on this, there are two different types of leadership mindsets that I'm referencing as we're talking about this, this imposter syndrome. So one is the learning mindset or the learner's mindset or the growth mindset. And the other is a fixed mindset, or even I've, I've seen it referred to as this mindset of execution, like you're in that execution mode. And these are two very important and very different mindsets. Okay. So thinking about this, you're coming into a new role, perhaps it's a new role. It's a, it's a new promotion. And 
you're not feeling very prepared, which it turns out is actually very common and very normal. And yet you are being encouraged to not indicate what might be described as a lack of confidence or a lack of knowledge, right? And so that can be interpreted in so many different ways. So even though in in my examples, the individuals who said that to me may have had the best intentions, right? Wanting me to look powerful and present and knowledgeable and, and wanting me to have that credibility, it can have sort of the opposite effect because from personal experience, I can say that in those moments, I actually did feel under-equipped and I did have questions and I had a desire to have space created for me to show up authentically, which would include me saying things like, yep, don't have this figured out quite yet. I'm going to have questions. Things are going to be choppy. So why is it that myself and others leaders might be encouraged to not indicate that they are new or that they are maybe even feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome or feeling ill-equipped or feeling like they may not have what it takes. And, and why is it, why is it encouraged for leaders to not share that at the beginning? And before we transition and and step into the last few minutes of this and talk about what can be done, I just want to pause briefly for a quick ad. Are you looking to increase leadership competence and trustworthiness? Do you see opportunities to build more trust on your team? Are you struggling to completely trust yourself as a leader? If so, then the PACE signature system is your solution. Book your call today and receive 5% off the first three months of sessions. Go to erinjewelconsulting.com forward slash bookings for a free consultation. So we have imposter syndrome. We've got this learner's mindset, which can be almost a benefit of imposter syndrome because there's an authenticity in imposter syndrome, syndrome, right? It's like, I don't feel equipped. I don't feel like I have what it takes. And so sort of the antidote to imposter syndrome is actually stepping into a learning mindset, stepping into a growth mindset or learner's mindset. This, my friends, is the way to solve for imposter syndrome. Now, in the last two to three minutes of this solo cast, we're not going to be able to fully unpack and understand this, but let this be an opportunity for you to recognize that one, imposter syndrome is normal, it is common, it happens to everyone, and two, there is a way through it, and it actually really does get to be acknowledged as a leader, and there is a way to do it that maintains credibility. And from my perspective, and I'm not the only one that that believes this, it actually increases credibility and authenticity because of its authenticity right from the get-go versus somebody who's coming in with that fixed mindset. And three, the antidote to imposter syndrome is giving yourself permission to be in that 
learning or learner's mindset, right? So thinking about this for just a few moments, imagine you step into a new role, a new leadership role. And and this question comes up so often in interviews, what will the first 90 days look like? Well, what if rather than coming in with this entire completely buttoned up strategic plan, because listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter where you've come from or what you've done before, because that next role that you're stepping into is instantly different from anything that you have ever experienced. How is that? Well, you're going to be interacting with different people. And even if it's the same people and it's some type of a promotion, that promoted role, that new title you have changes your responsibilities, changes how you're showing up to some extent. So coming into a a new situation with that buttoned up strategic plan of 90 days, what if you threw that out the window and said, for the next 90 days, I am going to be in the learner's mindset. I'm going to ask questions as needed. I'm going to get my hand up. I'm going to meet with all of my peers, my leaders, my direct reports. And what if the organization responded with, that is absolutely brilliant. That is exactly the kind of thing we want to hear and was in full support of this new and improved learner's mindset, 90-day strategic plan that really allowed for an opportunity to, one, earn instant credibility from other humans who, even if at first they think, oh, well, this person, what, why would they, because this is what we do, we're humans, oh, why would they bring them in, you know, if they don't have this all figured out? I, I could have asked, but listen, I promise you this, once we as a humanity start making this shift together, those thought processes completely disappear. So imagine the credibility and the authenticity. You walk in and you say, I do not have this figured out. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. It will be choppy in the beginning. And we're going to get through this together, which I know there are leaders out there already doing this, a little more few and far between than I'd like to see myself. However, I, in, my intention is that continues to change. Give yourself permission to consider that possibility, whether it's a new leadership role or just a new job. Giving yourself permission, listen, you're being hired because they see something in you that maybe you don't even see in yourself. So, you know, these are just a few things to consider. Thanks so much for listening. Go to erinjewelconsulting.com for free meditations, blogs, link to all of the podcasts. I've interviewed some amazing women. If you are interested in being on the show, please do reach out to uh, Aaron at AaronJewelCoaching.com and wishing you all the best until the next time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, visit AaronJewelConsulting.com.